Welcome back to another episode of Real But Objective Podcast. I got producer Jay in the building. Yeah, yeah. And on the phone line, we got the great Sin, Carolina yo, Sin. Yo. What's happening? What's happening? So, I'm just going to get it right out of the way. I mean, I got two Buck fans <laughs> here with me. We're going to get to the, the elephant in the room with this Antonio Brown thing. Sunday... I was watching the game live, you know. They was losing to the Jets. Me being a Bucks hater, I was hoping the Jets beat them. So, next thing you know, you see Antonio Brown just take his stuff off, run to the run to the far end zone, get the fans a little cheer, throw his gloves and his jersey in the stands, and pieces out. <laughs> it looked like a dramatic scene. Yeah, it looked like a dramatic scene. But then he came out with his side of the story saying that they wanted him to go in. He said he didn't feel too good. He said his, his ankle was hurting. Then he put he posted text messages from the trainer and from Bruce Arians and pictures of his ankle. And it kind of seemed like he right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I wanted to get the. This the how y'all feeling? You want to go first, Sam, or you want me to hit it? It's up to you, man. However, you want to do it. I don't think he was right. I don't think he got justified. So I don't know which side you take it. I mean, this is one of those situations where you tell me what you want me to argue on, and I can do it. But that's like a lot of situations. I can argue both sides. Yeah. Of it, how you truly feeling about it? How I truly feel about it? He shouldn't be a buck. Yeah. You walk, you quit on your team, even if because I heard Bruce Arians today in a press conference say that he told him get out of here. We don't need you no more. Basically, get out of here. You ain't gonna get in. Get out of here. And Antonio Brown just took him for his word instead of just sitting on the bench. You know he decided to make it about himself. And walk off the field the way he did, and throw, he didn't look too hurt the way he was jogging. You know, trying to get the Jets fans to cheer for him, throwing his stuff in the stands. He didn't look too hurt. So, as much as I could argue the AB side of it with the mental health and the hit that he took across the middle when he was at Pittsburgh, it doesn't excuse the fact that you got to act professional and you got to be there for your team. And uh, next man up, Scotty Miller. Let's see what you got because you're done, AB. Yeah. I mean, they officially released him today. Um, he looked like, in all honesty, I thought they was really just holding on to him, so no other team would get him. But it looked like he's really yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought they still had him. Yeah, but, they, they officially released him today. So, but if he's really hurt, I mean, yeah. I just I, I he may have shot himself in the foot because they're talking about if he got released, Kansas City or Dallas might try and pick him up just for inside knowledge information. Correct. And I think Kansas City would actually use him if he wasn't injured. You know what I'm saying? Because not only for the inside. Here's, it, here's the thing, right? Like, there's a right way and a wrong way to do things, right? Like, I was chatting with some of your friends on the Facebook post. Uh, even if even if AB side of the story, cutthroat and everything, is 100% accurate, the way that he left the field was still not appropriate. Correct. Right now, if it, if it come out that his his whole side of the story was was accurate, 
he's going to get picked up by somebody. Uh, he'll be playing next year or whatever. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've seen other things come out. I'm sorry. I've seen other things come out where they quote, and, you, and it's going to come out because the NFL got cameras and mics everywhere, right? Right. Where the actual interaction between him and B.A. was not as detailed. as like He was like, I need like go in, and AB was kind of like, like I, you like I, I can't or I don't or I, I can't. What's up or something? And he's like, I need you go in or something. And he's like, Nah, like it was shorter than the way AB AB acting like they had a whole dialogue out there on the field. And I think they each said like six words to each other. You know what I mean? And then finally, BA was like, Well, then get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And then he took it to the level he took it to. But you got, like Jay was saying, you got your players, your, your teammates there. Mike Evans and them was like, come on, man, don't do they kept They kept him from taking the jersey off like twice before he finally, like he had his mind. He, he, he triggered. He snapped at that point. You know what I mean? Like, and he just was, I'm about to do whatever I'm about to do. Yeah. And that was just clown stuff right there. Well, when it happened, me and Sin were were texting live back and forth with each other, and we didn't know exactly what had happened. Right. We didn't know who it was until we realized it was Antonio Brown, and then it's like, uh, and then Sin says something. He said he's in the locker room right now kicking himself. And I believe that's what happened. Like, he, he acted off of emotions, wasn't thinking clear for whatever reason mentally. Yeah. And then gets to the locker room and then's like, dang, I shouldn't have done that. And then, you know, then the story comes out that he wasn't healthy. It was incentives. And then Bruce Arians today saying, like, I don't have no. He was complaining about not getting the ball. Yeah, they. they right. So there's that part of it. I ain't with that. Yeah. Originally, you play for a team, bro. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, the NFL. It's kind of like a, it, they want you to be team oriented, but at the same time right. as a man, you got to get your bread. So he. But here's the thing, though they they forfeit like last year. Bruce Arians got the reputation as being the most uh, player friendly coach in the league. That's why they got rid of him in Pittsburgh because him and Ben Roethlisberger was getting too close. And so last year they forfeit. They got him his incentives in like the last game. Like intentional, right. right? And so, this whole story starting off about I'm not getting my my incentives was trash. I mean, Bruce Aaron was trying to put him back in the game, right? So, I heard another story that he they took he, they took him out, and he was mad because they took him out. And then, like you hear that they said that accordingly, uh. Antonio said to Tom, oh, Gronk's your boy again now because he has been getting more of the passes. And then the next time Bruce tried to put him back in the game, now all of a sudden he don't want to go in and his ankle hurt it. You know what I mean? So I think it played, I think this little innocent side, like he wasn't already pouting, wasn't it? like he's trying to portray it like it was just a matter of, Oh, my ankle hurt. No, you played the whole game. Yeah, and it, all of us have played sports, if not most of the sports. And we play hurt, right? So, like, because the thing is, that, like, Bruce didn't know. He, yeah, of course Bruce knew he was on the 
on the um injury report and stuff. But you out there playing, you got your ankle shot up and stuff. Just because I knew that don't mean I didn't ask you to go back into the game. And it's not that I'm trying to hurt your ankle, but you've been playing, you know. So, like, I think Antonio's side of it is very self-serving, right? as I expected it to be. Um, and any of us that play, like I was watching Stan and Erdick, any of us that play sports know the way he detailed that interaction is not exactly how that went. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, he said what he said, and then he came out with the the whole text message thread and his whole side of the story is to get people to believe him because, you know, he know he has a reputation for doing things in the wrong way. So he he don't want to be portrayed as that in this situation because he know this situation could have possibly been his last time getting a chance at the league. Right. So he going to go hard at this situation to make him look good so that somebody else pick him up and the Bucks isn't the last time he's seen from an NFL or this instance is the last the thing what eventually ended his career. Did y'all read the text messages? I read yeah. some. I read some of them. What was the point of putting those text messages out? I didn't see nothing in there that that that, that helped him. No, I mean it. Well, it help, it he helped. wanted to prove that they knew that his ankle was hurt. Ah, uh, okay. And do like, y'all believe those worked. are real? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's what, but that's what I'm saying, right? So after, so when when they asked VA. Like, did you know he was hurt? And he's like, no, I ain't know anything about it. That, like, we got to think about it as players and what we know. We, Bruce knew his ankle was hurt. What I'm saying is, when I feel like when Bruce was like, no, I ain't know nothing about it, he's talking about in that moment, right? Like, yeah. you've been playing all game. And I walk up to you and I'm like, go, go back in the game. And now you tell me you hurt? Like, I don't know. Nobody said nothing to me about you being hurt. You didn't have the um the team you know, the team positions and stuff over there. I don't think Bruce was trying to act like he didn't know nothing about the injury report. Right, but, he, but he, that made it that made it um that little statement made it better for Antonio Brown because Bruce was saying what you were saying, but now Antonio Brown making it seem like he's he lying. Well that, right, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's, it's real self serving. They like they're like, Oh, he lied. He ain't lied. You wasn't hurt. You was playing. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I said, we all know. We've all played with it. I, I feel like probably we all played with injuries. Right. You know what I mean? I played ball to my ankle. I had to lead the last the game before left with an ankle sprain. It was still sprained when I played the next game. But if the coach walked up to me, or and I just walked out, and they was like, "What happened to Finn?" And somebody was like, "Oh, he was hurt." And Coach was like, what you mean he was hurt? I ain't hear nothing about it. It ain't that he didn't know my ankle was sprained from the last game, but I had been playing and nobody had said it was got re-injured or something. You right. get what I'm saying? Yeah, and I done played I done played a game with torn ligaments in my ankle. So right. I, I know the pain. And you know what I'm saying? Like I would I would let Coach know when I had to come out. And you ain't see any of that during the game, course of the game. You didn't see him. Now, you know, motion for Bruce Arians to take him out. You didn't see him just suddenly not come in for a certain package. Or maybe he did, and then maybe he was ready, and then when he was ready to go in with the right personnel, when he knew they was throwing the ball, and Bruce put him in with a run group. That's This is my thought process. Bruce probably put him in with a run group, and he wasn't feeling that because he needed 
catches and yards to get that that money. Right, right. Oh yeah, I definitely feel like here's the thing: if 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 AB had been gone for about ten catches and a buck twenty five, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. No, because he would have been on the. You know what I mean? And they would have been actually beating the right. Jets, or he would have went, or he'd have went back in the game. You know what I mean? To try and get more, like he like that ankle hurt a lot more when you when you only got two catches. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. That I, that plays that plays like the whole them trying to whether right or wrong. We all know on every level, high school, college, and football. There's a pressure to play when you hurt, whether it's from the coaches, from your teammates, or you don't want to lose your starting position, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. I guess in a perfect world, we wouldn't play if we were hurt. But that ain't the way it is. No, that's you not know the what way I'm it saying? is. <laughs> right. Especially so, in key moments right now, because y'all guys trying to, you can't get the number one seed, but you guys trying to get at least a two seed so that you don't have to play right. a, 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 real, a real team in the first round. I mean, you know, you'll, you'll play a team under the bubble, you know, that's that's barely got in the playoffs if you go to the two. But if you get the right. four or the five or the three seed, even the three seed, because the six seed is just somebody who's second in their division. If you if if you third, you gotta play the six seed, it's most likely gonna be the Rams. Right. So I think the Bucks so are better. This, I was just, I was gonna, just gonna say to wrap wrap up that point though, this angle that they was trying to force him to play too soon, horrible injury and stuff, that doesn't fly with me, right? One the doctors cleared him, and then two, the same decision he just made on the bench to not go in. If he, because what he's saying is the ankle was the way it was before he started the game. Right. So the same decision, and this is why I say this is key, right? He could have made that same decision before the game. Yeah, yeah the ankle could've. was in the same. The, the, the what he's claiming is the ankle was tore up. Before he didn't tear it up with his little two catches or whatever. No, nah. he tore it up before the game. So why do you at that moment decide you don't want to go in? Because you've been having a crap game. Yeah, hundred percent. And the incentives. So are that's state. where it's different for me. You should have said you should have suited out there. Yeah, he should have sat out the whole entire game. So why? Right. So why now all of a sudden it's baseball? Because but you made the same decision. He could have made the exact – he could have told them no when they was like, are you suiting up? The same way he told them no on the bench in the middle of the game. But one's going to have a more adverse effect. If you've been playing our game already and we're trying to put you in and then you want to dance off the field, it's it's crap. Yeah. I Like I said, I feel it. I'm just saying I just – I knew it was a big thing because it just got everybody in the football world divided. You know, you got some people that's going to def- – that's going to be behind Antonio Brown no matter what he does because he's an African-American man and they feel like the league after him. And that's you got, true. And then that's you, true. And then you got the people that's like Antonio Brown's a clown. You know what I'm saying? No matter what he does, he's going to get attacked. And it just goes to, you know what I'm saying, at the same time. And some people, they're just going straight to like, oh, that man's crazy, da 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 But those people, I kind of like tune them out because they never played sports before. Cause like some people was going a little too hard to where like changed how I looked at them a little bit the way they were saying certain things they were saying I was like oh no right but uh, listen I I think that hit I think that Burfett Burfett hit Burfett Burfett whatever his name is in Cincinnati I think that he, they, he ain't been the same since that's when all like shortly after that is when 
all these other things that come out. I don't know. If I think crazy. before that, I don't know if it's. I don't know if there's mental health issues. I don't like. I hate. I deal with them myself. Like I don't. I hate that we jump to that to try and excuse everybody. Some people are just right. assholes. You know what I mean? He, he, I, I do think it's taking a toll on him, and then he started getting more famous and stuff. Like, cause you know he shot the 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 FaceTime from when he was when Tomlin was giving the post game speech and stuff. And you know, fame is the worst drug known to man, right? So yeah. I think a lot of it, and it could be a combination of those things, right? Like it, yeah. sometimes your mental health deficiency amplifies other bad characters too. It, it doesn't always just make people sad. You know what I mean? Like it, it can, it can amplify. It's like, it's like drink. It's like, I don't want to just dumb it down to this, but it's like to simile it like drinking, right? right? Drinking will amplify. You're either the sad drunk, go sit in the corner and everything's miserable or you want to fight everybody in the room. You know what I mean? Like it's that hundred percent, depending on what the mental drink. health thing could have. Right. So, um, I just, you know, like, even though we can only excuse stuff for so long, right? Right. Like, like you can have mental health problems, but it doesn't allow you to be a menace to society. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you went through it. I, we, all three of us went through it where we've had significant others that have been pregnant. We got to give them leeway because we know their hormones is, is, is out of whack and range, but at the same time, they can't burn the house. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, so, so like, like we can, we can give a pass, but he's had four or five passes and it don't mean he can't still get help, but he still got to be held accountable for his act. You know what I mean? For sure. But to piggyback off your point, off the Bursette hit, or however you said, the linebacker from CC right. that hit him. Emmanuel Sanders been telling us this, like, way before. Like, before he went to Denver, and he was he was telling the Steelers, don't pay this man. And the reason, yeah. why, and the reason why he ain't been acting out, in my opinion, is because when he was in the Steelers, all the attention was on him. He was breaking all those right. records. He was scoring all those touchdowns. The ball was going to him ninety five percent of the time. Nobody, the, the it was nobody reason, else. Right, it's the same reason what I said. He could have told him no before the game, but last week Tom Brady threw him fifteen balls. Right, right. So he going to this week might get another ten or fifteen. Now three quarters in, we down, and I only got two. Now all of a sudden I can't. I ain't going back in when y'all want me to go back in. It's trash. And that's he made it about himself. He did. And the way he exited the field was definitely about himself. You can oh, you, yeah. can, you can feel a certain type of way towards your bosses. You can feel a certain type of way about situations. Let me shoot him some bail on And I think he's field. delusional. I think he's delusional too. That is, and this is where I, I saw some of the what I feel like maybe the mental stuff. Because he really thought them Jets fans were fearing him. You know what I mean? Like he really thought they was giving him like a a round of applause for an exit or whatever. He didn't realize they were jeering him with a J. Like they antagonized. They like thought it was funny. They clowned. They was laughing at him. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for sure. But he, Along but he with really like waving. Right. He really waving like he thinking he getting a champion's exit, and he made the right decision. That's why I'm like something not something just not all the way there with his with his expectations of reality. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Go ahead, Jay. What you? I, I think I think we gotta. I'm gonna shoot him some bail for a second because I think Bruce Arians deserves some responsibility here as the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I heard Bruce Arians out of his own mouth today in a press conference say we asked him to go back in. We called the personnel package that he's in. He said he wasn't going back in. I said, if you're not going back in, get the fuck out of here. That would right. make me want to leave too. Now you talking to a, and, and Sin, Sin said it earlier, you know, allegedly mental health. Now I'm going to say this man's got some mental health issues from that hit. Yeah. Right. It's some CTE oh, going he on. Triggered. He he. So Bruce Arians, you're the leader, hundred percent. And I I look at Bruce Arians like, we need you to go back in, man. I ain't going back in, man. Fuck this dude. And then and then turn around and go back to coaching your ball club, and ignore him, because then then he just would have sat on the side. What kind of head? What kind of head coach did you have? Because I'm from we all we 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 forty. You still could say, man. Listen, Sam, my coach. I've had. My, my coach, coach said way worse stuff to me. But, my, but I, to I, say, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what? When you coach, when you you it, tell Antonio, we know he ain't coach. We know he ain't coach. Yeah. So it ain't like, oh, this is new language to me. You yeah, know but, what I'm saying? He like, basically told him to leave. Yeah, he did. So yeah. Antonio Brown I, realistically was following orders. He was. He just he just did it in a make it about me and. And yeah. like everything he could have said could be a hundred percent true. Bruce Arians could have been like, "Yo, cut and slit his throat." You still don't take your jersey off and so you know. And, it's and how he did it. Half yeah. naked dancing in the end zone. They still on the field playing. Like if he just would have walked to the locker every room. word was true. Right. I don't care if every word. I don't need. Really, he could have did the exact same thing and kept his uniform on. He could have pranced through the end zone, waved to the crowd, and and it still wouldn't have looked as bad. But you look like a damn clown stripping down and throwing stuff into the crowd, and you out there half naked running through the end zone. You know what I'm saying? Like I tried to shoot he, him. The, right. <laughs> I'd be like, if he he could have did the exact same physical movements and kept all, if he'd have kept stay closed, it wouldn't have looked as bad. You know or, what I mean? Or and if he, he just would have left like, quietly, he, no cheering. Like if he just would have walked yeah, to the locker right. walked off. people wouldn't even know what but was I don't going get, on. I don't mind being, I don't mind being mad. I could have seen, I'm saying, and this is where I'm saying I'm trying to give him, there could have been a middle ground. I could have walked over, slammed my helmet down and walked into the tunnel and everybody known I was pissed off and I still wouldn't have been mad at it. Knowing what, if, if, you know, now we know Bruce was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. Right? Like, but this dude literally stripped down. You know what I mean? He out there waving at people. Like, he's just, it just, it, I don't know. It just, he's just clown, man. I think at first, when that first happened, I was uh, kind of thinking the Bucks' chances were done. Until during the drive, like Woo, the, the, boy. the end of the game drive was unbelievable. But, but the drive, when AB did what he did, and Brady was still able to focus and lead this. That ain't do nothing but add fuel to the fire. Do you not know who Tom Brady is? Yeah. Like, but that's Tom Brady's guy. I understand I, that. But if let's okay, so let's say I me, you, and before that, let's say me, you, and Sin out somewhere, Sin or me or whichever one do something to piss you off, and like we're in a 
competitive state. If I be like, man, Jason can't do this shit, and like, oh fuck y'all, I'm out. What you gonna do? Yeah. You gonna turn up, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. So that's what Tom Brady did. I'll show you, bro. I'm Tom Brady. Listen, I text I text Jay right right before they got the ball back. And I was like, Okay, two minutes. This is what we this is what he supposedly is known for. Are we go are we gonna witness it? And then we was blown away through what, five perfect passes on a minute fifty three seconds. But let's hold with, your horses though. With Scrub. Don't say it was the I get Jets. It, I, <laughs> I get it was the Jets, but we had we got we got four receivers that couldn't start for the Jets that he was throwing. That's cap. You know what I'm saying? Bashar, like, Bashar Pyramid was a starter. He just wanted to help to get the hell out of there because they sucked. Okay, so maybe one, but you get what I'm. I mean, these are these are on most teams. These are fourth and fifth. They, these are not wide receiver one, twos, and three. Yeah, yeah. You know true, what I mean? True. But you got Mike Evans, dude. and he walked them down the, and he walked them. No, Mike Evans wasn't playing. Oh, Mike Evans was out. He wasn't in that on that drive, dog. Oh, and so he walked them down the field. Now I get it to that, but they NFL players. Yeah. They, they get paid. They NFL players. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they the Michigan Wolverines when it comes to NFL oh, players. Stop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Ah, Tom Brady's on my mind. There's, um, there's only two people that can do that kind of thing that's playing right now, and that's that's him and your boy, both twelves, uh, Aaron. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so both twelves. I'm like, I mean, and he did it so smooth too. Like, and them guys stepped up. I, I, I mean, Jason was talking. It might galvanize the team together, Yo, and they yeah. actually. Start playing. Y'all will be fine. See, Scotty okay. Miller, man, I'm telling you, Scotty Miller gonna come back, take AB spot, and it ain't gonna it be. Will, it ain't will gonna be, be fine. Scotty Miller will be looking like uh, Julia Edelman. Yeah, it will be fine. Was, I never it's gonna be the dude fine. that caught the touchdown. The dude that caught the touchdown is who they replaced in AB slot. Pyramid, right? Uh, I don't think it was. Is there another he, one like his, his last name had, Gold or something like that? I think. I think though, I Scotty think Miller's Pyramid. been hurt. And Scotty Miller is coming back, so it would be interesting to see yeah, this week what kind of I'll reps tell you in a second, they all get. But they're gonna need every all hands on deck. You have sure. to. Everybody gonna need all hands on deck. Heck. Hey, next next man up. That's um, how it gotta be. Look, we are, like I said, we all been there. That's why we know. I like. I feel like AB side of the story is about 70 percent true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, John we, Gruden's we, a we racist. Uh, oh, you you're right, man. Pyramid wasn't the one that caught the touchdown pass. It was Grayson that caught the touchdown Grayson. pass. Grayson, I, okay, yeah. Grayson, um, I don't know yeah, that I feel kid. like AB. I feel like AB side of the story is about 70 percent right, and then the way he just embellishes it, the way he tells it, makes it just over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. None of that excuses what. None of that excuses him prancing through the end zone taking his jersey off and all that other stuff. So, uh, But I think, I mean, he'll get another shot. Production. Yeah, but... You can still produce. You know what I'm saying? But his list is You're very get, short. Because the Bucks, oh, yeah. Bucks was one of the ones on that short list. Now he got... Now he's probably down to the Chiefs and maybe and the, the Cowboys. And the Cowboys take everybody, right? <laughs> That's so, it. Because they take criminals. They don't care. They, they'll take anybody. Yeah. And they just lost their receiver, too. Yeah, Gallup tore his ACL on a yep. touchdown. So. Yep. So, 
I don't know. That's all right. The Bucks signed. I uh, never. I went on the record and said I never wanted AB to come to Tampa Bay anyway because of this nonsense. My mom is a diehard Bucks fan, and she said the same thing. But she also didn't want Tom Brady either. But and I I will (laughs) say this too, and I didn't, I didn't dislike AB though. Like I just didn't want to deal with that nonsense. You know what I'm saying? You knew it was and so right. It was just a matter of time. You know, people like, well, you got a Super Bowl out of it. I don't. I feel like you know AB. AB came, we was already back at receiver. It wasn't like that was wasn't overkill. Gonna... It was just overkill at that point. Cause y'all had Yeah, it was icing on the cake. Yeah. But it's gonna really I mean, not saying because he's probably one of the greatest of all time when it comes to the wide out spot. Y'all gonna miss him. But y'all not gonna miss we him. We needed him much. now. We needed him now because we lost our receivers and stuff. Right. And I think that that plays into when he thinks he can act up. You know what I mean? When That's he feel like point. the team needs him. That's a good point. When, when they, like, they need me so I could probably get away with a little more. You know what I mean? Nope. He got released. He got the boot. It definitely seems a little narciss- narcissistical. Is that a word? Narcissistical? We're going to make it a word. He don't yeah. to jet the podcast. Yeah, it's a word today, Jay. It's a word today. It's a word today. You know. You know, and he took shots to Tom Brady's trainer that's been Tom Brady's road dog for, like, 20 years or whatever. Like, I don't know if y'all saw that. He was like, and you expect me to pay for some services I never got or something. I guess he booked some stuff with him or whatever. But then he posted the meme, like the Home Alone meme, and he put Bruce Aaron and Tom Brady's face on the, the two guys that were trying to break in. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Tom Brady lets you come live in, Tom Brady lets you come live in, my, in his house, dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not brought, cool. when he brought you like you just <laughs> I will baby that. We know how America, we know how sin feels. <laughs> he is not making it saying. he's letting it known that A B is a he sucker it, for this. He making he making Florida look bad. You know what I'm saying? Like he's from Miami and stuff. Like he's just like, come on, man. Yeah. But that's enough A.B. talk. Let's go ahead and piggyback into this playoff race. As you know, my Green Bay Packers locked up the number one seed for the second year in a row, which means nothing mm. to me for the simple fact that we get to get to yeah, watch. Y'all get beat in Lambeau. That's what oh, I'm, well, my bad. We're actually undefeated <laughs> this year at Lambeau, but nice try. Last year was last year. I'm talking about in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, one and four last NFC conference. Hey, man, hey, hey, man. Y'all get beat in Lambeau. Hey, I was just about to say that, but you just had to you just had to get out in front of me. But like I said, we want number one seed back-to-back years. You know, means nothing to me until we get to the playoffs. We got to win those big games, those big moments. Last year, my gut feeling when, we, when, I, when I seen Tampa win against the Saints, I was like, I don't think we're going to win, even though my heart was telling me, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to beat the Bucs, yada, yada, yada. But this year, I have a totally different approach when it comes to it, especially with the way things are lined up. We get three All-Pros back here. Two of them just came off IR. Our best, probably the best offensive lineman in the league, left tackle David Bartiari. We get Jair Alexander back, and we get pass rusher Preston Smith back. After our defense has been playing the way it's been playing all year, but that's regular season. But – I think we have a strong chance to get to that Super Bowl. 
I don't think we will play Tampa this year. For some odd reason, I just got this gut feeling that Tampa will not be there. And I think it's going to be because it's going to be a four or five matchup with them and the Rams. And depending on what happened. The I who? <laughs> the who? Depending on. <laughs> who they quarterback? Who they quarterback? We talked enough about him. Huh? Let's, let's get... I ain't saying nothing. I'm just trying to figure out all of a sudden this year everybody's seeing the same thing I'm seeing. they like, is he really the guy? No, he's not. He's going to throw two pick sixes. You might, you might be right, but it's just my gut feeling. I think it'll be a four or five matchup with the Rams and the Bucks. Um, I think Dallas went up the four seed. Well, it depends on what you do this weekend. It's all within one game of each other. We winning. We're gonna be either the two or the three. Yeah. Well, if y'all we beat, we got the tiebreaker with the Cowboys. We beat them. That's true, and they did just lose. So y'all probably yeah, you're right. right. You're right. So you'll probably get the second seed. So. At least we won't have to – like I said, we won't have to see y'all until the end. Um, man, but the NFC is tough. It's stacked, I think. Because just look at it. It is. You put Dallas against anybody coming out the AFC. They'll blow them out. I'm not saying they're going to blow them out, but Dallas got a, Dallas got a shot. They stacked. So – you can name you can name any of the top four teams in the NFC, and right now the NFC heavy. The AFC's the number the, put it like this: the AFC's number one team, best player, is about to come up. He just came off IR this week, and their 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 whole identity was handing him the ball, and they're the number one seed in the AFC. That's true. That I thought, I thought about that the other day. So I'm like, they still won. They still took the number one seed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just the AFC not scaring me this year. The Bills scared me earlier in the year, but then they stopped doing what was good for them. As I said on the previous podcast, <clears throat> they stopped trying to run the ball. They're trying to get Jared Allen to be this pocket passer and dart thrower and you know 400 yards a game type ordeal. Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen is. Yeah, what I say, Jerry. Yeah, my bad. Because New Orleans still, New Orleans still has a chance, right? Like if New they win and Philly loses, no, Philly's, or San Francisco Philly's loses. in. Philly's in. It's, yeah, it's San Francisco. It's San Fran. All right, I'd be upset if we got to play New Orleans because for whatever reason, the boy, they defense got Tom. No, but CJ Gardner Johnson can't stand Tom Brady. Man, he's a Florida boy too. One of them Gators. Yeah. If, if we play him in the playoffs, we'll be fine. Yeah, because y'all took care of – they beat y'all twice last year in the regular season. Y'all took care of him in the playoffs. <laughs> That's true. It's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Right. So, I, in all honesty, I would be – I'm glad we got a number one seed for the simple fact that I don't want to see a team like San Francisco. That defense is potent. That pass rush is potent. They are toxic. The only thing is they just don't know who the hell they're going to put that quarterback. This I, has been one of the most – one of the most – uh unpredictable season as far as anybody with the exception of the Detroit Lions you know what I mean like anybody Detroit and Jacksonville but even Jacksonville surprised somebody really good I don't remember who it was but they beat one of their two games they won yeah they beat you know what I'm saying so like even the scrubs like but I mean the the Lions beat the Lions beat somebody I don't remember yeah yeah, you're right, but beat the Rams. You go ten. No, they almost beat the Rams. 
They almost beat the Rams. You go 12, 13 teams deep in the East Conference, you know what I mean? Like Seattle's 13th in the in the NFC. You know, Russell Wilson has a good game. They beat anybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's just it's crazy. The same with, uh, like, Denver. Denver's the 13th in the AFC, and that defense is crazy. They they won seven games. Like, they beat – like, so the playoffs is just going to be – Whoever's playing better that day. It's, it's whoever's right. playing better that day. It's kind of like a basketball approach. Who's it's, ever hot? And it's, right, and it's like what I said about Arizona. They ended up kind of wishy-washy at the end of the year, and I sounds like I just don't know if I believe in them. But on a good day – Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, they go from losing so, to the Lions to putting up 40 on the, one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, right. you don't know. And the NFC so unpredictable. I'm just happy we got to buy so that we don't have to be gone in the first round. Because somebody's going to get upset. You know. Somebody. The, somebody within the second, third, or fourth seed going to get upset. I mean, it won't be LA got a L.A. got a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he might throw six interceptions in the game. You just don't know. Yeah. You never know, man. It's it's crazy. Green Bay's been the most consistent. I do feel like that. And I think, you know what I'm saying? They even they even took that they took that win even when Aaron was out because of the COVID thing. No, we didn't win. We like lost. They, we lost to the Chiefs. Did y'all? Oh we yeah, lost. It was, they just if turned he had up been there. The y'all would have. Yeah, y'all would have. Y'all would have beat the brakes off of him. Oh, for sure. Playing. For sure. But so. But I, I. But yeah, like they've been the most consistent. I like how things are looking right now. We probably gonna tag franchise tag Devontae Adams, and uh, he's so good. And then we, God Almighty, he's so good. He is, man. We gonna franchise tag. I mean, it helps. You got Aaron Rodgers throwing at you too, but, but like their connection is just ridiculous. Man. His feet are ridiculous. Like you can't jam him because he'll make you look stupid. You can't play off because he he got his feet to make you look stupid. No, I. They had that one play like this past week. Devontae wasn't even looking. He just put his hands up. The ball was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't even get turned around. And Aaron had just put it right over his shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like, that connection is just, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. No matter what, even if they don't stay in Green Bay, whatever happens, they both go into the same team. It's already like yeah, they're both, just a press conference alone. They're going to be fillers like next year. Hey, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. They're going to be fillers next year. But. If the if the Packers franchise tag at Devontae Adams, he can't go nowhere. He's gonna have to sit out the whole year like your boy Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh be so much. The, the good thing is they get super paid when they get franchised, though. Yeah, it's they tw- give them like 21. like that getting seventy five million dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they've done this like the third year in a row they franchise them or whatever. So like they do get they do get a lot of their money, but then they. They they don't get contract security, you know what I mean? Right. But they would just tag them just so they can continue to do, you know, contract negotiations. Yeah, but after you tag them, at a certain point, they can't talk, they can't negotiate it anymore. Right. It's like the third year, the third year. So you are gonna wait three years to get your money and keep taking, keep taking chances? No. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if we're negotiating your contract and we can't come up with a decision, and we decide to franchise tag you, we only have like a month or something before we can't talk about the contract till next year. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. So then, then you're they playing tag again though. Right. But what I'm saying is you're playing without security. What if you get hurt? Now I don't have to pay. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what that's the 
that's the downside to the franchise tag, you know? Yeah. So, but not all the contracts in the NFL are guaranteed anyway, right? They are now. They're yeah. starting to get that guaranteed money. No, okay. but they put portions of it as, you know, you might sign a five-year, $75 million contract and $40 million of it is guaranteed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you play it out. But if you're on a, if we're paying you twenty million this year, and you don't have a contract for next year, and you go out there and tear your MCL, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I, now, when it's time to negotiate the contract, we can either lowball you or not give you a long one because we don't know how you're going to recover from it. Right. It's like when free agents take a chance on themselves and play out their last year without signing a new contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. It worked out. Like the uh, the Jerry Maguire, you know, say work out if you play out, ball out, and you're injury free, then you get a big, big boy contract. But if you get hurt, that's it. Changes everything. I don't like the the GMs doing contracts with incentives. I don't. I think the only. I, love it. I don't think there should be any incentives other than if you're if you play 17 weeks. Or you're eligible to play 17 weeks, you get an incentive. I think, or if you make the Pro Bowl, you get an incentive. Or like baseball, you make the All Star game. But because I, think it I only both like ways. it for I think it, I only like it for players like AB. You I, know what I mean? Like no, because that's I'm what, taking a risk on you. Yeah, but but when the team controls whether or not you're going, it's like baseball. We give you if, if you if you win uh, the Cy Young, you're gonna get. Five million dollar bonus. Well, they right, can so not, they control. Right. They could control well, whether or not you pitch. So that I don't. Yeah, but like that's not that in their best. That's not in their best interest if you're a good player. Yeah, but what? If, right? You know what I mean. What if you having a great year, but your team sucks, and then they hold you back? I don't think the team should have that control over you. Yeah, Victor you know Cruz said it. I Vita can Cruz see that. In, I can see that in baseball. Yeah, Victor Cruz said it. Um, he was going. He was uh when he was with Eli, and he was like the number one guy, and they didn't really want to have to pay him all that money. But he was scoring all them touchdowns and doing the salsa dance in the end zone. And right. I think he said he needed like 15 more catches. And the team basically came up to him and told him, nah, you're not going in the game today. He was like, I'm perfectly yeah, I don't like it when it's yeah. I don't like it when it's a specific number, yeah. right? Like if you are a 1,000-yard receiver, wide receiver, it should be like a range, like 900 to 1100 or something. Yeah. But think about it like this, Jay. If I was uh, coming out of Florida, right, and I got expectations of myself, and I'm like, can we put in there, if I lead the league in rushing, then I get this XYZ bonus. If I lead us to the playoff, we get this bonus. And if I win Super Bowl MVP or whatever, we get this bonus. Because – a lot of rookies, not a lot of rookies, but we see it a case like Dak is one. He outplayed his rookie contract, and they didn't want to pay. Him. Yeah. So in that instance, I could see where I'm like, you want to give me two million a year, but what if I outplay my contract and I lead the league in reception? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. can I get a bonus for that? Yeah. Then I could see that. Like, but putting a specific number, like AB had to have one thousand one hundred fifteen. You know what I mean? Like I. That's I understand, shit. right? Because then they could they could really control it. I could lead the league in rushing, and like, and it's more out of it's more in my control. I mean, unless they just don't play me 
a lot, you know what I'm saying? But that's usually not in their best interest. You probably get a a better range if it was like if you lead the league in these things, you know what I mean? Because plus, if I say like I lead the league in rushing, more than likely we go into the playoffs. You ain't got league leaders in rushing not making the playoffs till you go back to like Barry Sanders. No, you got you know what I mean? Larry Johnson when he was with the yeah Chiefs. with Arizona. No, he was with the Chiefs. Or yeah, I know the Cardinals, yeah, or the Chiefs, yeah. But because it's usually in the team's best interest to have a league leader, that means they're playing well. So yeah, right, I just. It's step LA or Detroit. It's, it's, Can't it's, feel bad for them. They got plenty of money. Yeah, it's a shitty situation when you when you get put in that situation because that means partially the team just giving you a chance because you might boom, but they know you might bust. So they don't want to pay you all the money up front and you just take their money and you just underachieve. Cause then everybody get to laugh right. at them and be like, Ha, you didn't do this. Kind of like Demarcus Cousins. Like Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott right now. Oh, he's done because that dude Pollard is real. I think they may trade him. Man got ninety million. Oh yeah, I'm. And he got the big bank too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's good. He he he's good. He got. Oh yeah, I don't. He gonna. Yeah, he gonna start, but he ain't. He ain't. He ain't paying them back for the big money they gave him. Yeah, I could see him. I could see him somewhere in Arizona, or like some on a good Super Bowl team next year. He need to go to the Chiefs. He could. Yeah, Arizona Chiefs. Buffalo teams that really need a running back but don't want to pay a running back, so they'll pick him up for like the eight million dollar range, you know, yeah, two years, eight million, something like that. After he got a ninety million dollar contract, because he's always hurt, he's always limping, he's always he got fat last year. I mean, and he just ain't been yeah. he ain't been the same since that hey, rookie and sophomore years in the league. I want to throw you a softball before we get off here. Okay. I wanna I'm gonna do something that that is very rare for me. Uh oh. Tell you your boy balling out of control. LeBron James. Your boy balling out of control, man. I know it. Like year nineteen. I don't understand how he's I, I get what KD's doing, I get what Seth's doing. It makes no sense. Now, if he continues what he's doing, what I think he's trying to do and get him in the playoff picture. If he if he gets them into the playoff picture, he should be hands down the MVP. They won't do it though. Yeah, they, Steph yeah. story. Steph story is too good. He was sorry last year, and they number one this year. There's no way LeBron's gonna yeah, win but MVP. Steph, Steph, Steph got consideration, and they were in the playing. He was second in voting last year, and they were in the playing game. Yes, yeah, so second. I think LeBron could do it. Yeah, but that takes a lot to get second in voting. That's true, but at the same time. Steph Curry and LeBron is two different people. LeBron won four yeah. out of five MVPs. There are a lot of haters out there. It is, and it's LeBron. The LeBron should legitimately have like ten MVPs. I, I, I've never disagreed with that concept. I said seven, but you said ten. I said seven. Speaking of right. LeBron, I've seen a video today of Jordan Duncan and breaking a backboard. Have y'all ever seen that? No, I didn't see it. I have to find that and send it to y'all. You're talking about like an old video. Yeah, I didn't even recognize yeah. the, the uniform he was in. It was 87, yeah. 1987. Oh, I can believe it. That's Jordan, man. Jordan is Jordan. I mean, they weren't chat proof back then. Listen, they talk like Jordan be punking his players now and dunking on them. I, oh, I heard Malik Monk told some story <laughs> on somebody's podcast. That, yeah. They that, say every time somebody say something smart to him, he get them on the court. 
He said it's a reason why Terry Rozier got out. Like <laughs> Terry Rozier don't don't get no love, <laughs> right? Because he punked Terry Rozier in practice one day. That's what they were speaking on on the right. podcast. And Jordan like sixty two. <laughs> Dang that man! He Come out in the street clothes and just ball you up. Yeah, for sure. So so the LeBron and the Lakers are having trouble making the playoffs. No, we currently the yeah. six, currently the six seed, but okay. the West the West is terrible. So we're gonna, but that's just because of his his last week. He just he just won them like four, four out in of a five row. or five out of six games. Yeah, they won four in a um, row, but they've been barely above five hundred the whole year. We we so. one game we one game above five hundred, and we one game back of the fourth seed in the West. So I think we good. But he's been averaging he's been averaging like thirty points over the last ten games. Yes, he should. He been they've been playing him at center because you know AD got hurt again. And DeAndre Jordan is just not who we thought he was. They looking to trade him for a roster spot. We picked up Stanley Johnson off the streets, and he been balling. Y'all gonna get DeMarcus Cousins? I think we should sign DeMarcus Cousins because he fits the mold of what we're trying to do. Small ball lineup. You can run that pick and roll with Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins, and that'll be a problem because you got to deal with LeBron. Yeah. You can't double everybody, and DeMarcus right. Cousins is good enough to shoot it. You have to respect his jumper. I'm not saying he's a knockdown shooter. But you got to go at least contest it. Right. And he could put the ball on the floor even at this late stage in his career with all the injuries. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm worried about for your boy, though. He's got the ball the way he's doing. He's going to hit a brick wall, and it's going to come hard and fast, man. Yeah, There's no I'm worried about that, too. But right now, my dog say I'm an MF and problem, bro. So that's what we're going with. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I said this. I have said it his whole career. I'm like, if he could if he would just turn that kind of mentality on in in the beginning, like I watch games and like somebody hit him in the head and he gets pissed off, I'd be like, "Well, this a wrap because he's about to drop the next sixteen points or whatever." Like he, when he gets mad, it's over. He is he is unstoppable yeah. when getting to the basket, and I'm just like, and I mean, and I ain't trying to. It is what it is. Like Jordan could turn that on because oh. Jordan was the same way. If he got you didn't. They peep, they would go out of their way to try and not piss Michael Jordan off. Yeah, because he already wanted to kill you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if, if LeBron could just, he's just inherently a good guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm it like, if he could just turn is. that on, right? If he could just turn that on like a switch, uh, LeBron yeah. would have. Oh my God, he would just be the most ridiculous player ever. I mean, he is, man. He's crazy, and what's getting crazy is. This man is really shooting the ball really well. Like, you have to guard his three-point shot. Like, you have to come up. If you don't come up, you're getting splashed. Like, he's been really – Well, he wasn't. He wasn't horrible. The problem is uh, Russell Westbrook trash. I have not – like. I, he's not – I wouldn't say he's trash. He just don't no. fit the mode of our team, period. No, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why he's trash. He sat in the press conference and said, my game is not predicated on scoring baskets or not turning over the ball. Dog, you the mother point guard. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That That's is true. literally that is literally your job to and make sure the ball get in the basket and not to turn the ball over. And then the week you know before the week before he said that if he I don't wanted, care if the I, sun will come up whether or not we win the championship or not. Right. And that made Dog, me, your mentality is off. That made me like, okay, let's go ahead and move this guy. And see what we can get for yeah, him. Yeah, he don't care. I'm seeing I'm seeing the man going, I'm seeing Boston 
Marcus Smart and Al Horford for him. They would upgrade our team. I lost all respect. He used to be one of my favorite players because of how hard he. But I'm like you, like you just, you just he's an automatic Hall of Famer because of the triple double season. You know what I'm saying? And it's like at this point, he's just content playing ball in his hometown, and he just don't care. So let's send him to the Clippers. I don't care where he goes. Ship his ass point, to the Clippers. Like I'm just. I'm disappointed. Like I feel, I I don't even like KD, and I feel more bad for KD now. You know what I'm I, saying? I, like KD I said the same thing. I said the like, same thing. Like wow, it it had to be because we didn't have the they didn't have the spotlight that he gets in LA. But he just and if we go back and look through the numbers and stuff. He's been turning the ball over. He been this this been the same. This been who he's been through his whole career. This the and the, we just. Focus on the triple-double. Last week was the first time ever since 2016 that he has not turned the ball over in a game. He had zero turnovers last week. He had zero turnovers? Zero turnovers in the game last week in the street. But I watched the whole game. Guess who was dominating the ball? LeBron. (laughs) LeBron James. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think LeBron done told him to go sit in the corner. He has. He has. and And then have you watched some of these turnovers? He's doing stuff, and, like, uh the Sanders talk about it. Like, if you did this in high school to coach event, like, leaving your feet with no plan and then turning the ball over, you know what I'm saying? Like, Throwing no-look passes, are, slap out of bounds. Right. Some of these turnovers are, are like, elementary school-type turnovers in basketball. It's bad, but it's about to be a shakeup. Um, I think they're going to – you know, they got LeBron James now, so I think they're going to forego the conclusion of the young guys. I think Kendrick Nunn is gone. I think Taylor Horton Tucker is gone. The only young guy that stands is um, Malik Monk because he has to stay. He can't go nowhere. But those other two, they gone. They're going to trade them for either Jeremy Grant or Miles Turner and um, Karis LeVert from the Indiana Pacers. That's what's heating up right now. Everybody wants Taylor Horton Tucker. You, they could do a contract swap with, uh, with John Wall. You think it will work better? Work, it would work better than what it is now. Yeah. I mean, at least Wall gonna, Wall gonna put the ball in the basket. Or, yeah, he's gonna put the ball in the basket. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what his turnover ratio is, but. Nah, he takes I care. Feel like, he takes care of the ball and he shoots it a little better than yeah. Westbrook, too. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, Westbrook can't shoot it all. So, like, like they could do it because that's the issue is the contract. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They could, and Wall not even playing. But they you know already. What I'm saying? So but, like, but Houston already had Westbrook. You think they're gonna take him back? That's the problem. They don't yeah, want him back. They're not gonna yeah, take him crazy. back. They got to see him. You know, they thought. Getting well, Westbrook. Houston, but Houston, nah, because Houston's horrible now. Though they're, they, they would. You can, you like how they had it. You can win games with him. He would probably he would win that Houston team more games. He just can't play with other great players. He got to you know be the best player like on the team, right? Right, and he win you enough games to maybe get you to the playoffs. But that's why I said uh, send him to Detroit. Yeah, send him to Detroit. Let but us... they got they can't they can't get the contract. I mean, Russ is on that when when KD left and Russ decided he was going to stay loyal to OKC, they put him on like that ridiculous contract. Yeah, and to, he's still out, he's still playing that out until so next year. Next just, year, yeah, 40, forty million this year, forty eight million next year. Right. So until that, 
until that's done, his only option is somebody like Wall or if they wanted like Ben Ben Simmons or something like that. You know what I mean? I think 76ers would take that because they ain't getting that out of Ben Simmons. I mean, they, at least they can get somebody that can actually suit nah, up. I think, I think Embiid and Russ will fight. Maybe. I mean, they yeah, they, they do hate each other. They they really He's do. Trying. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, they don't like each other either. That so work. I was just thinking from a pure basketball perspective, turning the you know, Russ like to steal rebounds and, and stuff like that. So, you know, padding the stats, I don't think Joel going for that. Yeah, no, nah, Joel going to push his ass down and go up the court with the ball. <laughs> Uh, how long we been going, Jay, man? About an hour. Oh, man, we going to wrap it up then, man. I love having Sin on here, man. I hope we can Appreciate have you, Sin, Sin live and in person here real soon, man. Get well, Sin. We love you, dog. I appreciate it, man. I love y'all too, man. It's always a pleasure. Yes, sir. With that being said, we up out of here. Uh. Hey, hey. Yeah. Hey.